Hey everyone, this is hashtag gotta start somewhere. I'm Kate. And I'm Val, and this is episode 14. Welcome. Welcome, Val. How are you this morning? I'm good, and you? I'm great. We are recording on a different day than usual, so I feel like my days are all mixed up now, but it's kind of nice because I'm not worried about regular workday shenanigans. And Yeah, and yeah. you don't have to edit out when people call me. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and hop right into the Love is Blind after the altar. We finally caught up on it this past weekend. Uh, Val actually caught up on it before me. And then I was like, I don't think I'm gonna. And she's like, you guilted me into doing it. So you better pretty much. Yeah, so like so disrespectful. Good. And honestly, I'm glad we both watch it and we can put these people behind us. I agree. I'm exhausted. I agree. So what is your take on the whole thing? What are your comments? Okay, honestly, like, I have a few comments. I'm really over Zainab. I think I just need her off my screen. I don't care for her. I don't care for her version. When she sat down with Cole at the, like the last episode, she was just like, you can tell she was really nervous. And she was like, you know, she had like that guard up and she was just always defensive, but Cole is like still a child. You know, she, uh, he goes, well, I thought you were going to say no, but I still thought we were going to date. And she goes, you still thought we were going to date. Like she's just (laughs) so dismissive and she's so like, she, I just don't like her. I don't think she's a good human being. She's like, she's no. a narcissist. She has her own like problems in there that she needs to figure it out. And I don't think mm-hmm. that she's healthy for anybody. No, I was glad to hear that she was when she was like, oh, I'm talking to my therapist or whatever. I don't know if that's like still a thing if she's dating, but I'm really glad she's in therapy because I think that needed to happen like a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. And what is it with everyone like like Brennan hating him so much? I'm like, I think you guys are all hating the wrong person. Why aren't you hating Bartise? (laughs) I know, like, I don't, I know. I don't understand. Because I think that Brennan is just, like, so blinded by his wife. That, yeah. Like, um, so that's where I think that comes to play. Yeah. Her, that that being her friend and him being, and that's what, then that's what Cole said, too. He said. And I didn't even think that they were that, like, best friends. But then again, I don't follow the girls on social media. So I, I don't, don't either. see, you know, for all I know, they could all be best friends. No, I don't. I don't follow any of these people from this season. This season was just, I don't know. And even last season was kind of a disaster, but I liked last season more than this one. Yeah, no, I um, love season two. And I still follow a few of the girls from season two because I really like them. But season three. Oh, yeah, because it's like Natalie and them and they're all like really good friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, the Nancy and Bartise thing really pissed me oh. off, and I'm really glad she was that because I was like, "Girl, you're pathetic." She's Why really are pathetic. You friends with this guy, and her mom was like, "What does this have to offer you?" And she was exactly right. So he still has her on his strings. Like she was oh, yeah. so giddy when they were talking at the party. She I like I think she's like still low key loves him and maybe think she so thinks maybe he'll change his mind about me physically or whatever and we can give it a try. But no, no, no I no self esteem. I'm glad no. she's off my screen. 
Alex no self-esteem. And- I'm glad she's off my screen. Quote Al- it. Alex and Brennan. I don't know what Alex did with her overfilled lips. Okay, overfilled lips, and she gained like hella weight since the since the filming. Yeah, crazy. Right. I mean, she's like super body positive, so good for her. But she just looks like she's got a lot of, of filler in those lips, baby. So her injector needs to tell her to slow down on that. And oh, hey, no, you don't need I thought they more. were going to pop. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yikes. pop pop. Yeah. But I still I'm I think they're cuties. And like oh, it's no. such an awkward couple where like it makes it work. Yeah, they're definitely an odd couple, but it works and they seem just so genuine. And then boring old Matt and Colleen. I'm sorry, but that whole thing is just like a train wreck. Um, she looks so annoyed by him all the time and all they do is bicker. And I'm just like, you guys don't even live together yet. I didn't Not- even write them on my note, Pat, because I have nothing to say about them. Great. Moving on, SK and Raven. <sighs> yeah. I, I just, no comment. They're still fake as fuck. Her confession of that he cheated on her, that seems so fake. And like, we all saw that in real time. Right. I don't like what do you have what like what do you think well I so seeing it before everything came out on the internet it was like it seemed she she seemed truly genuine into him and he seemed like into her like obviously played the crap out of her but when she did her confessional I I thought that was I thought that was honest. I mean, she was crying and, you know, she said all of us, the way that everyone saw SK is how I saw SK. Like everyone had this idea of SK in your mind of like, oh, he's such a sweetheart. And we all thought that. So I think if anything, she was, I don't think it was really fake on her part, but it was clearly like a recorded thing. And she probably had to like revisit that again after the fact like because they probably were like hey you need to put this in now so she probably had to revisit it if it came off as you know somewhat like staged or whatever but honestly I feel bad for her at the end of the day because like that's just embarrassing to go through and like have no I think she's crying because she got caught because when all the cheating allegations and everything happened homegirl and him went to like Costco or whatever the case may be so well maybe they were well maybe they were just trying to like work it out figure it out just so skeptical because like i do believe they had a contract in place and now you know so i personally think that um she was faking because anybody can cry like i can think about my father and cry like this Right. But that's just my opinion. But I mean, she may be hurting and, you know, that's really unfortunate. Well, she may have been hurting at that time. Like this is, you know, way past the point of filming. Like I'm sure now it's whatever a thing of the past for her. But at the time, um, yeah, no. And you you don't know with these contracts. And I I was seeing that when this whole thing was unfolding that he might have gotten in trouble for not like disclosing that he was like dating when he entered the whole project and yeah so I don't know I'm sick of all of them and like you said I'm happy I don't have to see any of them on my screen anymore (laughs) 
ever again. Ever, ever again. So did you see that Pharrell Williams is the new um, creative director of menswear at Louis Vuitton? Good for him. I I honestly, like, he needed to be from a long, long time ago. I mean, I – yeah, I guess. I mean, I I really liked Virgil in um, that place. Um, But now that Virgil has passed, I think that he's, like – a perfect perfect fit yeah i think he's a perfect perfect fit so um and i think he's gonna stay that same like aesthetic and like Mm -hmm. the same concept that virgil had Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep and moving on i want to talk about jersey shore a little bit talk to me so i am caught up on the most recent of mm-hmm. Jersey Shore Family Vacation, which I believe is season six of Family Vacation. And my big gripe with this whole thing, and I tell Val all the time, is why are we doing this? <laughs> because, <laughs> because they are all older parents. They don't party. Like, they hardly, you know, there's a a few of them that you know drink and stuff and whatever but it's like Jersey Shore is a show about getting drunk and being crazy and hooking up in youth and I just don't understand why MTV can't start a new Jersey Shore with like a whole new cast because like it's just they do stuff and it's like you can just tell they're just there to kind of collect their check you know they're just like whatever I'm filming they're there to collect their check and that's really it. They're just, they clearly don't want to be there. They're doing all this extra stuff. But it was funny. The last episode I saw, they were all kind of sitting around a table having a meal and they were talking about, would you sell, would you, how much would you sell your sex take for? And everyone was like, no. All the girls were like, no, I could never, I could never. And then I think Vinny said, would you sell it for 50 million? And uh, Jenny was like, yeah, but are we talking like fifty million, like pre-tax after tax? And then they were like, like a show- valid question. I know. And then they were showing like all these like clips from the previous previous seasons when all of them are like hooking up on camera. And, sh- and Jaywa was like, "Can you believe that we just all used to just hook up on camera? Like, no problem. You know, nothing. No problem. I'll just hook up right on camera." And it, it was just like funny. They were having kind of like a full circle moment of like, wow, they're all like grown and they did some wild shit. And so, yeah, it's just weird. Oh I mean, I'm just, Honest, I'm too invested. I'm too invested. Honestly, I can't not you, watch you, it. You can't stop now. Like you're in it. Like you're in it. That's it. You're in it to the end. I am. Um, honestly, you're doing the Lord's work. Um, I love Wow. I follow Wow and Snooki on social media ever since mm-hmm. like a bajillion years ago. So mm-hmm. I love when you tell me things about her. Mm-hmm. Like she goes, are we talking about 50 million pre-tax? Like, oh my God, <laughs> we're adults. We're literally adults right now. I know. I know. It's crazy because they're all around our age. Yeah. Um, maybe I, like two like, or three years older, maybe. If, if that. that. I, I Like Polly D's the oldest. Um, I know oh Mike God, is like so two hot. years older than he us. Can get it. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I, and I love that he's still with Nikki. Me too. They're because, super okay, guys, because I watched the Vinny and Polly D dating show. Okay. I was watching it in real time. Shot at love. Tell, yeah. And remember, I would text you about it. 
Oh, yeah, because I was like, I'm not watching that Yeah, shit. she wasn't watching it, but I was obsessed. Like, I was mm-hmm. obsessed. So now, like, I'm so happy that Polly D and Nikki are still together. And Vinny, I used to be blinded. My love for Vinny was, like, really blind. I, ever since that dating show, I was like, oh, you really are a fuckboy. Like, he's such a fuckboy. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never, I've never liked Vinny. I'd never understood what, like, the shtick was with him. I'm just like, nah don't like him and and even now like his ego is just like keto guido no homie like stop it yeah he's just not he's not my favorite no Um, and i did want to point out speaking of like social media how you follow them i think i find jersey shore somewhat enjoyable for myself still because i don't follow any of them on social media So oh. when I watch the show, I'm like, oh, okay, I learned that because I like, for instance, I didn't know Mike and Lauren's dog finally died and I didn't know they got pregnant again a second time. And like, they have a whole ass baby now. So oh, I didn't know she was pregnant right now. She had a baby already. I know she had her baby, but is she pregnant again or no? No. This oh, was okay, like okay. when they were yeah, filming yeah. in like July or August. So I went back like on Instagram. Me. Hmm? So everything was like everything is fresh when you yes because I don't well, follow any of them. Okay, well I'm spoiler alert. Uh, Jay Wow's in Egypt right now, so oh. that might be. Well, that might not come out until like next year. Yeah, but it's just her and her kids, and I think her husband, uh, her uh, boyfriend. I think she went with like a, a, a fiance. Yeah. Oh, okay, fiance. Yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. but the pictures that she's posted on social media super beautiful. Like her daughter looks exactly like her. She does. Yeah. So mm. are, are there kids ever involved? The little kids? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they'll have them like when when Dina goes over to Snooky's or they go over to Jenny's, like all the kids will be hanging out. Oh, and stuff. okay, okay, okay. It's cool, really cool, cool. cute. Okay. It's really cute. That is cute. They're like really they that's the definition of like a friend family, I think. Yeah, I agree. And like they you know, they all grew up together, so it's nice to have, like, their kids growing up together. It's, like, yeah. kind of sentimental, you know? Okay. Um, I need to – I got a couple things to talk about. First of all, my okay, my youngest son – so last week we started, like – okay, this is our second week of our new family tradition. My husband hasn't been working Saturday nights, right? So last week, just us three – um. My husband and my youngest son, we started watching um, the second Black Panther movie, and this was his first time ever watching a big boy movie. Like, he sat there from start to finish, and he was, like, really into it, and, like, all, like, the the ocean people, I forgot their name, whatever, and he was just like, oh, my God, and it was just (laughs) such a joyous experience, and I think because my husband has a really different schedule than us. And, like, he's been very attached to him. He'll be like, when is daddy coming home? Like, so you can tell he's missing him, right? right. Last night, we um, we started Shang-Chi. Mm. And I took an edible before. I took two edibles. And, girl, I all the smack that I was talking about edibles, that shit hit me like a ton of bricks, okay? <laughs> and the special effects. Finally. And, yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And my youngest son, he was just like, oh, my God, mom, this is so cool. And I think now we're going to put him in, like, karate or something because I think that he really needs it 
as like a self-discipline and for him to like love himself and accept himself and really stand up to like the kids at school. And he loved it. He loved it. So he fell asleep last night at like 11 o'clock. So we couldn't finish it. So we have 40 minutes left. Okay. Um, And I'm loving this movie. I didn't even think I would like this movie as much. Oh, yeah. That movie is so good. So, so good. Yeah, it was really good. So good. I'm so mad at myself that it took me this long to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just really, really happy that my youngest boy is like all into Marvel now um, because it's so cute. And it's just something that him and we're like, we're doing. Um, it's just so cute. Um, and my That's teenager a- didn't even like, what do you mean? He didn't even come out of the room. He's like, no, thanks losers. Uh, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's important. I mean, given, you know, everyone has different schedules and stuff. I think it's really important to have those, little traditions within your family and it's just and it's good for it's good for the kids it's good for you and it's just nice yeah and you're never gonna get this back I'm never gonna get this back so I'm just like I'm loving life right now good and on that subject I I have to tell you what my teenager said okay you don't want no smoke don't ever try don't ever try him, okay? Like he will destroy you within seconds, okay? Wow. So a couple of days ago, I was telling him, I'm like, listen, you don't open up to your dad, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, like, oh, whatever. So yesterday when we were eating dinner, he goes, so dad, I heard you're talking smack about me to mom that I don't open up to you. What's that about? Like without like any hesitation, nothing. Wow. And he looks at me like, He's on the couch and he looks at me and he's like, I don't know what your mom told you, but, you know, I just think that, like, I try to talk to you and you don't talk to me. He's like, well, like, there's nothing to talk about. If I had something to say, I would say it to you. I was like, okay. And so I was like, yeah, that's my boy, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then, like, 30 minutes later, he humbles me. He goes Mm. to my husband. He's like, so, dad, when I was sleeping, because... When I was sleeping, my um, mom asked me if I was depressed. And I looked at her and I was like, no, I'm not depressed. I'm just tired because I went to bed at 4 a.m. He's like, so get your wife. And he Uh, walked away. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Okay. So he's not depressed and he calls out his dad. So good to know. That's I got humbled real quick. Oh, my God. So yeah, that's, that's my little. I, could, I don't know if I could get handled getting roasted on the daily like this. <laughs> yeah, I just like I, I don't even think did we roast our parents like this? I don't, I don't know. think. I think I would have got. I think my mom would have like backhanded me. Probably, yeah, like, hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely a shit when I was a teenager. I could imagine I was yeah. annoying. Um, but yeah, so my God. That, was, that was crazy. I'm yeah. proud of your oldest for putting you in your place. <laughs> yeah, I got humbled real quick. And that's not fair. Because, because you're over here. Are you depressed? No, Val. He's a teenager and he likes to sleep in because he stays up all night. <laughs> But like, you know, like I watch social media and my mom is like, you know, teenagers are committing suicide. So make sure. Yeah. Well, the with, respectfully, respectfully, yeah. um, I tell Val this all the time. Her oldest is such a good child. And 
I know that if anything were ever to be an issue, he would say something to you. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy, obviously, that you are very active in keeping communication open with him, but I just know he will come to either one of you if there's I ever think a problem. So. Yeah. He's done that before in the past and he'll continue exactly. doing it. Yeah. But um, so n- reminder to everybody, teenagers are savages. Yes. Like, you know, it's. Yeah. Okay. So two things. You <laughs> want, I want to talk about something conspiracy theory and something fun. Do you want okay. me to talk about something fun first or do you want me to talk about conspiracy theory? Because I have to read you this. Like, you're going to die. Like, Okay, so let's start with the funny Yeah, thing. let's start with, because I've been dying, okay? So okay. you guys, you know I'm bilingual, so if I mess up my words, it's, you know, just bear with me. All right, Kate. So I'm reading this book. We're all a mess. It's okay. I got this book from one of my properties. They have a little library inside their club- clubhouse, okay? And I have to read you this funny, funny story. My first date in a sluggish toilet. When I was 16, Jeff Jordan asked me on a date. He had just recently come off on a full orthodontic headgear at the beginning of the school year, and people had not yet caught on onto his smoking hotness. My mother dropped me off at his house, the nicest house in our town, to have dinner. After drilling his parents for about 10 minutes about activities allowed in their home, she made several points about how the parents were responsible for not allowing me to be any situation that would jeopardize my chaste state as one day I would be taking sanctioned marriage vows. Oddly, she agreed to let his parents drive me home. We sat down for dinner at their large mahogany dining room table that would easily sit 16 people. Jeff and I sat one side and his parents on the other. Miss Jordan asked me at least 10 times if I was enjoying my dinner, which I wasn't because she had put the top four food that I hated, broccoli, beans, onion, and mayonnaise all into one salad. I could hear my mother's voice telling me I would be rude not to eat what was offered, so I choked it down in between bits of cheesy chicken casserole. After dinner, we watched a movie in the living room. Jeff and I sat in Queen Anne's chair, flanked on each side of a Duncan fifey sofa some rich people shit i don't know where his parents were sitting after the movie mr jordan announced that it was getting late so he'd drive me back his wife and jeff said they would ride with us but as we were headed out i excused myself to wash my hands in the powder room although broccoli beans and onion were on my all-time least favorite food they must have they must have topped the foods that give you the most gas (laughs) as i thought i was going to explode I thought they would head outside, but they all waited in the fancy foyer. I could hear Mr. Jordan pacing on the harlequin tile that ran from the foyer through the long hall to the bathroom. I ran the water and kept flushing the toilet to cover my loud gas. Finally, I put my pants up and realized the water was riding and would overflow. Jeff knocked on the door and asked if I was all right. The poo was edging to the top of the bowl and there was not a trash can or window to throw the floater out. There's water running into the foyer, exclaimed Mr. Jordan. Open the door. Desperate and in a panic, I grabbed the poo and threw it in my purse. (laughs) Later, after the towels were taken to the washing machine and the water was turned off to the toilet, the Jordans tried to limit my embarrassment by saying the home was old and that they used the freaking over and it used to freaking overflow. With the mess cleaned up, we all break the freezing night to get in their car. You may wonder how long does it take to fresh poo to stick up a car? The answer is immediately 
I kept rolling down the window saying I was hot, even though the temperature was below freezing. This was my first and last date with Jeff Jordan. Oh, no. Caitlin, I shit you not. I've read this story at least 10 times. Okay. It was my worst nightmare. Literally. I was like, this will happen to me and Caitlin. Like, I... It was so embarrassing. It was so funny. I literally died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not the poop in the freaking purse. <laughs> oh, my God. And imagine being 16 and, like, no parent. Oh, my God. No. And, it was, it, and so what's funny is if that happened to one of your kids, you're like, dude, it's no problem. Like, accidents happen. But, like, if it were to happen to you, it's like – holy shit, this is mortifying. <laughs> and yeah, you can never go on a date with that guy again. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you a poo story really quick? Yeah. So at my association, the one where I got the book, okay, sometimes when I get nervous, you know, you have to go to the bathroom, right? So about six, seven months ago, we were in a really rough meeting, okay? I excused myself to go to the restroom. Okay, so... It was just like a little turd, but it didn't want to go down and I couldn't flush the toilet again. So I had to grab toilet paper that like soaked to grab the turd out to put it more in toilet paper and to put it in the trash can. And then I went back to my meeting and my, my, the president, my friend, she goes, was everything all right in there? And I was like, no, no. I'll tell you later. I had to throw out the trash after the, um, of the course. meeting. So. I was going to say, at least you threw it out and you didn't make someone else do it. You were very yeah. courteous. Yeah, it was um, yeah, <laughs> never again. I'll, I'll hold it next time. I'll hold it next time. Oh, God. Those old pipes. Those old pipes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> They're no joke. I don't want to mess with them. No, Those no, are no. Our worst enemy right there. <laughs> the worst, the worst. So, with that being said, let's talk about some spooky conspiracy theory. Let's do it. Okay, do you want to start? Sure. So, um, as you have all seen, there is all these sightings and UFO sightings and things that have gotten shot down that, oh, they miraculously can't find the things that they shot down because, yeah, well, because they already have these things and... They don't want us to know what these things are, obviously. Um, but I saw two very disturbing TikToks, um, one of which um, her at is at Biblioteca80. And this is a video of her sitting in her office and she's filming out her window. And in front of her window, there are um, there's a basketball court. And there are three men or humans standing at this basketball court and they're just standing still and they look like kind of pigeon-toed. Oh, those are the one at the tennis court, the basketball court. I saw yeah. that one. That freaked me out. Yes, yes, yes. People were saying that they were like praising Mecca or something if they were Muslim or something along those lines. I was reading yeah, the no. comments. That is no. That is, that is not how you practice. Okay, Muslim religion. Okay. So she's like, they stand here for hours, and I'm just like, and her and her and her um 
her caption says, you know, just tell my family and friends I love them, like if anything happens. But she was just like, yeah, they're here for hours and they just don't move. And I'm like, okay. So then I went through the comments of that and I've seen that there's like a, a couple things in there that you go down the rabbit hole. There was a, a woman in there who said, this just happened to my boyfriend. He saw like five people standing like this outside, like on a sidewalk. And then I saw this other video that led me to this bird who was just floating in the air. Like, I sent you that one. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I I saw it like through these these comments, but it was just oh, like – so there was another video? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the one you sent me. Oh, but... okay, okay, okay. And then there is another disturbing thing I saw where, and this is on at ZZ, Z-I-Z-I dot comedy. And this is her filming a bunch of cows, cattle, in a single file line for miles, not moving. So it's just like all these sightings are happening and – I and we say this all the time like thank god for TikTok because there's these are regular people posting things and opening our eyes to like what's happening but I don't know what it is with this week but it's just been like intense with the extraterrestrial UFO thing like and along with so everything going on in the world. So I have a couple comments. So at first I thought about like the UFO sightings I thought that was just the government trying to cover up the explosion, the earthquake yeah. and everything. Because at the end of the day, like we know there's UFOs. And I think that like, I think that the world right now is a little bit more acceptance of that. But the video with the cattle really creeps me out. That creeps me out even more than the three beings there. I don't know why. I just, animals are so intuitive. and. Oof, I got chills. Yeah, and that's what the comments were saying. Like the the way that animals are so intuitive and it's like the magnetic field. And like, how do you explain that? How do you explain all these animals just lining up like this, like ready to beam me up? Like <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah, no, it's very, very scary. And it's very, very chilling. And I, I just think that this week, listen, I, this we're, this is actually going to segue into my next topic. Um, this is um, I'm going to talk about Auntie Colette. Have do you know who she is? I've sent you um, videos before of her. She yes. is at Auntie underscore Colette. She calls herself Auntie Colette. She um, is I think she has like hundreds and thousands of followers. She um, she has done videos on the fallen angels. She's very woke. She um, she used to she used to consider herself clairvoyant. She used to speak to spirits, whatever the case may be. Homegirl turned into a full flannon Christian. Okay, she posted a video five days ago saying that um, she can now finally see, and everything that she was doing before was from the devil and the demons. And she used to never say the word demon before. She always respected that word. Um, you know, she would always just say the D word. And now she's saying the word demon. And I am going to, yeah. I feel very, I am very mixed about this. Okay. And I don't know if I feel a little bit, um, like, I don't know if I feel a little 
bit lied to or whatever the case may be. But as you know, I've been in my own spiritual spiritual journey the past like two years. And one of the things with me is that I I'm like yearning to find like a spiritual like community or like a spiritual community and something like that where I can just explore more on the spiritual guide. And everything that she said in that video is what my parents have always said to me. You know, that everything that she did was not um was not from God, that it was the devil, that it was blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're telling me that like all the people that you like mediums for, all of that, that was all the devil, that was all demons guiding you in the wrong places. Now she did say that there are angels and you know, like whatever and stuff like that, but it's like but she's still talking about everything that's going on. She's talking about like UFOs, how like, you know, that doesn't come from God. And obviously we know it doesn't come from God, but do we know if it doesn't come from God? Like right. God is ominous. Okay. God is, God is everywhere all at once. And God is whatever you think God is. Okay? Exactly. So if you, if, if I think my cat, if this cat is God and I'm worshiping this God, you're still like, I'm so sad. Ugh, I'm, and oh my God, dad, please. Don't don't be disappointed in me. Oh God! I, like I'm so sad that she's taking this route because I feel that as Christian, like as Christians, we it's either all or nothing. Okay, it's either you know, like you're either worship to the highest level or you're going to hell. And you know, you are supposed to pray every day to forgive your sins because we are sinners. Okay, we curse, we're sinning. You like I. You think that like Drake is cute, you're sinning because that's technically lusting, you know? So my kid told me right now, oh, oh, I didn't eat the Cheez-Its. He did eat the Cheez-Its. So you're going to hell. That's what my parents would tell me. So I'm just very, I'm very, I just don't know what to think about the world because in the Bible it says, be careful for for false prophecy and Maybe I'm going off topic. I'm just so confused now that like she had such a good platform and I'm, I was obsessed with everything that she says. And I'm still going to continue to follow her because I do like, you know, she's she's still bringing awareness about the trains and everything. She was also she had a gift. So you're telling me that the demon gave you a gift since you were like two years old. Right. You know, and it's just I, I think I'm so I just a got, little. Yes. Are I'm you upset. a little disappointed? Yeah, okay. I'm very disappointed because okay. I'm – and, you know, you each follow your own, like, spiritual journey and your own whatever you believe. It's not that I'm not saying that I don't believe anything in the Bible or whatever the case may be, you know? It's just like, wow, am I – did I fall into the wrong trap and this is God's way of leading me back to, like – Oh, that's deep. That's very deep. That's very, very deep. Talk about a Sunday service. <laughs> I, I, you know, that's, that's just how I feel right now. And she used well, to have really good conspiracy theories. And she would get callings and messages. And I think everybody goes through different phases of their religion, their spirituality, what have you. I went through 
a phase. My sister went through like a crazy religious phase where I was like, girl, I can't talk to you. Like <laughs> you've gone off the deep end. Um, and, and she, and she recognizes it like, oh yeah, that was, whew, that was a crazy time. And, you know, like, I just feel like people go through different phases and also, I think a big thing for a lot of people is having a like, just like, oh, I have to like hold on to this and like almost like it's your identity. It's like a part of your identity and it's like part of like a label of who you are. And like, I'm not really into that. Like, I just, I think a lot of people will use this like crutch to hang on to and just kind of go with it. Um, and they feel that that has so much to do with their identity. Um, and I also feel like people just go through different phases of their journey and their life and different chapters. Um, and it's weird that she had gone through all her something. life. Right. And now it's this. So who knows? I mean, it could, it could be temporary. It could not. It could last a couple years. It, it could not. But I understand. But I don't. I also don't want you to think like you personally, Val. That oh, I'm just. I I chose the wrong thing because I think t- too many times people have to label themselves onto a certain thing, and it yeah. doesn't have to be that. Way. Yeah, and I think mine runs a little bit deeper because I do believe that I was raised. Like, not, like, cultish, but it was a little bit of a cult. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, cultish cultish. No, but you know? it, it's it's extreme, it's, extreme religion. Yeah, it was extreme Christianity. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I know all too well, I have one of the sides of my family on my mother's side are, are that way. Very, very religious Baptist Christian, and I've seen it firsthand. So um, I completely get it um and you have your feelings towards it because of how you were brought up personally um but yeah i mean i just i think people just go through their things man yeah and, and i think it's such a crazy time right now like we are talking about where like may everyone's trying to like hold on to something because it is very scary it's scary what's happening in the world um oh, absolutely and i do think that i do think that a lot of things that are happening are in the Bible. So, you know. Yeah. So, and, and we've spoke about this before. Of yeah. The, the Bible has written out a lot of things. And there are things in there that say many things that have happened already and will happen. So I agree with that 100%. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just I was a little, that cut me deep. And then I really, I and then. You know, it. I don't even know why it affected me so much. You um, don't? Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I know why it affected okay. me so much. There but, you go. You know, I was reading, like, her comments and stuff, and all the people were like, oh, my God. I got triggered. They were like, oh, we're, I mean, we're so happy you can finally see and blah, blah. And I was mm. just like – and I, I just couldn't stop. I was just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm. And I was like, okay, I need to remove myself from this. Yeah, please because do. I was like, I can't, I I can't, but I'm still going to follow Auntie Colette because she has really good, um, she has really good knowledge and she has spoken about the fallen angels Mm -hmm. and, you know, 
even though it's scary. And you know what? The Bible is not all roses and sunshine. Like, and we, I think we talked about it on the pod about the fallen angels. They're really more like scary fallen angels. They're right. not just like all cute and all oh. right. No, homie. Like angels are nothing to fuck with. Have you yeah. seen Supernatural? I'm scared of, I'm more scared of angels than demons. Yeah. Angels will kill you within like without thinking demons are like, ooh, I can use you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's wild. It's wild. It is. It is wild. But I do want to say like you and your journey, you shouldn't be ashamed of that and you shouldn't feel some type of way about it. I get it. It's like really deeply ingrained in you, but at the end of the day, you're a grown ass woman and you're learning yourself and your spirituality and your journey how you need to. And that's something that you should be proud of. And that's something that you should, yeah, be proud of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Cause listen, I know, I know how fucked up it is. <laughs> uh, I know how fucked up that extreme religion can be. And um, to get out of it or whatever you want to call it, to to see something different and to be your own person and to think your own thoughts, um, it's a lot to get out of. I was eight years old when my parents showed me like a homemade, not, not a homemade, it was like, like a, a rapture movie, but it was Spanish and <laughs> it was so, so, girl- how am I not surprised by this? Girl, when I tell you, I couldn't sleep for weeks. I would wake up in the middle of the night, going to my parents' room to see if they were still there or if they got robbed or if they got, if God took them away because I was a bad kid or whatever the case may be. That shit scared me so, so much. And yeah. like, yeah. So, so my mom, <laughs> my mom took me to Paris when I was like, I think I was maybe like 11 years old, 12 years old. And um, my mom took me to Paris when I was like maybe 11 years old. Sorry. <laughs> she works for the airlines. So we got free flights. Okay. That Otherwise, flex. That's a huge flex. Con- Otherwise, whatever. That's why I'm a well traveled bitch. Okay. Yeah. It's you are, you are cultured. I'm cultured. <laughs> so when I got back from this trip, I had a packet in the mail from my aunt and it, it was like, a letter and then it was like a pamphlet and in this letter was like hey Kate I just want to say I was really worried because I was thinking about your flight to and from and it really worried me that if you were to die you wouldn't go to heaven because you're not baptized full disclosure I am not baptized nor is my sister um, my mom chose not to do that. And um, she sent me this thing and this pamphlet and it shows like the human body going <sighs> up and the human body going down. So pretty much she was like, hey, you're going to hell if you die. And my mom <laughs> couldn't get on the phone fast enough <laughs> to call and rip her a new asshole <laughs> and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This and that. So like... <laughs> I know the extremities of that, oh, 100%. <laughs> like, oh, how do you write a letter to your niece who's 11 years old 
to tell her she's going to hell. Because they have no boundaries. They literally, they think in their eyes, they're doing the God's, God's like the Lord's work. Right. And it's the same, it's the same aunt you sat next to at my wedding, by the way. No, obviously. <laughs> <That> sweet little girl. <laughs> yes. I, I put two and two together. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. See? Toxic. See? Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, listen, we could talk about it all day, but we, we know it's, we know, we know how it is and you're doing you boo and listen. And also when it comes to like your parents and stuff, that's just what they knew. And that's just what they believed in. And unfortunately, like when you're a parent, you, you put stuff onto your kids kind of without realizing you're doing it half the time. Cause it's like, it's what you think. And it can just be like a, it's a lifestyle for them. Yeah. So I'm happy you got out of it, though. Thank you. And moving on. Do we have anything moving else? Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's end this off on a high note. Yes, please. <laughs> that was pretty deep. That was pretty deep. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and end us off on a high note. I had a really crazy week. And... I just wanted to talk about mental health a little bit and feeling your feelings and honoring yourself because the problem is, is we all know positive, positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative, whatever you're like putting out there, you're going to get back to yourself. Right. Energy. That's how it works. So I had a crazy week and had some news this week that I had to get some dental work done and I had like five meltdowns. And after that happened, something happened with my animal. And then after that happened, something happened with my other animal. And I was just like in this really bad, like negative state. And I had to have this like talk with myself and it's very hard. And that's why I always say things like this are a practice when you are trying to be this spiritual energetic being it is so important to like really check in with yourself and that goes for mental health that goes for everything just check in with yourself it's so important to feel those feelings it is so important to feel the sad the bad the ugly the darkness it's perfectly fine to feel those things and it's important to feel those things because that's a part of living on this earth is feeling your feelings because that means that means you're alive is mm-hmm. when you have these feelings right so at the same time you just have to really check yourself and it's okay to take a trip to that place but don't unpack and live there so get through what you need to get through and then really reset yourself and like i said it's a practice it's not something that's just going to come to you in the night you have to put in the work Mm -hmm. You have to check yourself and only you can do that. And I just wanted to give like a little tip, um, which really helps. Um, So going back to basics is nature. I went outside, I put my phone down and I just went and repotted like four of my plants and I sat outside And I put my feet in the grass. And like Val said on our last episode, you know, she went outside and felt the sun on her skin. People don't realize 
what energy comes from being in nature and just reconnecting with nature again. So that was a huge thing for me this week. It really helped me get through. Um, Another thing that I have been doing all week, even when I was just like, I just want to sit in this like sad space for a while. I was in my shower just saying all the things that I love about me, whether it's my eyelashes or my nose or the fact that I can taste a delicious ice cream or whatever the case and get really specific with what it is that you appreciate about life. Um, And again, it's just one of those things. It's okay to feel your feelings. But don't live in that space and don't forget to practice your gratitude even when you're feeling like you're going through it because only you can switch that around. So that's all I have to say and amen. Amen. (laughs) And we will be back with another episode next time. Until next time. (laughs) We really got to figure out our exit. (laughs) 